0: the um, Perfection of Wisdom Sutra uh, were written uh, some wonderful body of Mahayana thought in the um, Flower Garland Sutra as it is called or the Avatamsaka Sutra and uh, that too it takes on the that central teaching of the uh, Lord Buddha, of the uh, interdependence of all things. And then they take it, so things are interbeing, interexistent, indeed almost interpenetrating. And they bring forth in the extravagant, ebullient language of this massive sutra, uh, images of reality that uh, play with uh, Phenomenality and time and space to show how uh, everything uh, this mutual belonging. And um, I like the story of uh, when this sutra, the Empress of China, Empress Wu, was uh, loved this the teachings from this sutra, and she uh, asked the great scholar, Chinese scholar Fatsang. To oversee uh, the translation of this uh, from the Sanskrit into Chinese, and there were uh, 80 monks all working, and she would come down every day and bring uh, food and drink to them, and she was uh, saw this as as a uh, an enormous blessing for the world. To have these teachings translated. And then one day, when they were completed, uh, she said, I uh, know that I love the teachings of Master Fatsang, because he was her teacher, uh, about how all is in one and one is in all. And uh, that, but it's, it's, uh, the words are, wonderful. But do you know, the Buddha himself said that often uh, empirical signs and imagery are easier to understand. Is there a way that you could demonstrate for me the uh, inter-existence, inter-being of all things? So he said, "Uh, well, yes, your highness, I could if you would just give me a room in your palace uh, for a couple of days so that I can prepare it. And so two days later, uh, he escorted her to the room. And there she saw that he had put on every wall and the ceiling and the floor and the corners, mirrors. And in the center of the room, he had put a Buddha rupa, a a lovely carving, uh, of the, maybe it was a brass, a bronze Buddha next to a candle. Well, you can imagine what was seen. Infinite reflections and reflections going back and forth seemed to go on forever uh, as that interplay of uh, the image. There was one, but it was everywhere. It's a little bit makes me think of that how the 15th century cardinal Nicholas of Cusa defined God. It got him in trouble with the Vatican, but he said, God is an infinite circle whose center is everywhere. Sort of this, how the whole can be in the part. Systems theory strains for this too. This was believed by the uh, founder of systems theory, and also now it's a whole branch of science, a holographic science of Carl Prebrom and David Bohm, that uh, the center of the universe is like everywhere. Well, what does that do to any sense of linear relationship in time or space? So, at any rate, the Uh, Empress Wu was so thrilled and she said, oh, I see it, I see it, I understand. Now, Fatsang, Master Fatsang, do you think you could show, do this, uh, show the uh, dependent co-arising of past, present, and future, our interrelatedness in time? Pause. (laughs) Then he said, Your Majesty, I or whatever word he was using then he he said uh, i i i'm sure it could be done but uh it would take me quite a while <laughs> but he, he got out of it uh, well the question uh that the empress wu gave to fatsan is one that has haunted us and particularly right at the moment and uh but first of all it 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 runs through the, the, the Avatamsaka Sutra. And um, so first I'll tell you why I'm interested. Then I'll tell you what they said about it. Then I'll tell you how to listen to it. Then you get an exercise. Okay, that's the order. I am interested in this... Uh, the mutuality of past, present, and future as it might emerge now because of some things that are happening in our time. I believe that through our technology and our political economy, uh, as you know, there have been changes made to our uh, life that can never be undone, whose consequences last forever. In other words, where the karma is forever. Karma as consequences of the actions. And I see these in nuclear uh, Radioactive materials that are wafting around whose toxic life is longer than not even life on earth, but earth itself. they are virtually forever. We have done an act which can never be undone or healed or fixed. Same thing occurs to me with hydrofracking. With fracking, we are injecting chemicals into the water table, underground waters. They can never be removed. And thirdly, uh, where it's obvious to me is in... um, Genetically modified seeds, plants, and organisms. Once you do that to the DNA, you can't undo it. You don't know how to undo it. So I have come to believe, and I'm staying this just flat out, I don't, but because I want you to think about it with me, that our relationship to space and time is going to be transformed by these realities, by the fact that actions that we take under pressure for uh, profit or advancement uh, have consequences that endure forever that immediately brings into the act itself beings from uh, billions of years distant, if if there's anything, place for them to be alive. It's like those future ones are right there in that act. Where I, uh, now going back to the sutra, the Avatamsaka Sutra, Um, the Bodhisattva is seen as one who can move between the three times, past, present, and future. And uh, can... um, I'll just... Oh, and, and, and in... You will have heard of the jewel net of Indra. How many have heard of the jewel net of Indra? Yeah. So that comes from this sutra. In this sutra, the image of reality of the universe is that of a net. It's very beautiful. And at each node of the net, there's a jewel with many facets. And these jewels reflect each other back and forth. Infinite reflections. So you look at one and you're like seeing all that ever was and will be. So the bodhisattva, and and that's the bodhisattva, is the jewel, that's you and me at each net. And so the bodhisattva attains certain wisdoms and uh, he performs or she performs And I'll just read this and then I'm going to ask you to listen to it because on our 30-day retreat in the work I do, Work That Reconnects, I asked a friend of mine to put it to music. When a bodhisattva obtains the ten wisdoms, she can then perform the ten universal enterings. What are they? They are to bring all the universes into one hair and one hair into all the universes. To bring all sentient beings' bodies into one body and one body into all sentient beings' bodies. Makes me think of what's happening to the children around Fukushima. We're all one body. We're all su- suffering, we're all affected by what, uh, uh, by this material that is unseen and uh, invisible and undetectable. So it's like this sutra is coming to be in some uh, uncomfortable ways. Uh, the Bodhisattva learns how to bring inconceivable kalpas, that kalpa like huge amount of time, eons, into one moment. So in a moment you can get all eternity, which is sort of like what William Blake said, and one moment into inconceivable kalpas. To bring all Buddha's dharmas into one dharma, and one dharma into all dharmas. To bring an inconceivable number of places into one place and one place into an inconceivable number of places. To bring an inconceivable number of organs into one organ, etc., etc. To make all thoughts into one thought and one thought into all thoughts. To make one voice and language into all voices and languages, etc. And this, this is the supreme samadhi. I think something uh, that there's an evolution of possible in our uh, in awareness that will help us to uh, make real, feel the immediacy through time and through space of our ancestors, our progeny, and those far distant from us in miles. So on a 30-day retreat a while back, I asked if two friends of mine, could they take this sutra? I loved it so much. And could they set it to music? And they, I chose them because they are right on the uh, advanced firing line of nuclear activism. They really uh, work with it and know it. And so this is what uh, the song they made, and it is sung by uh, Kathleen Sullivan, who is a uh, nuclear educator, Uh, with the UN and and working with young people about nuclear power. If you don't understand what I'm saying, that's perfectly okay. I barely understand it myself. But it's true that we, our karma now extends forever. And it's true that we could if we're to be transformed in our relation to space and time then I want to be ready for it, even if I can't understand it so would you play the uh...
1: When a bodhisattva attains the ten wisdoms she can then perform the ten universal entrings What are they? To bring all the universes into one hair, and one hair into all the universes. To bring all sentient beings' bodies. Into one body, and one body into all sentient beings' bodies to bring inconceivable kalpas into one moment, and one moment into. Inconceivable Kalpas to bring all the Buddha's dharmas into one dharma and one dharma into all the Buddha's dharmas to bring an inconceivable number of places into one place and one place into an inconceivable number of places to bring an inconceivable number of organs into one organ and one organ into an inconceivable number of organs to bring all organs into one non-organ. And one non organ into all organs. To make all thoughts into one thought, and one thought into all thoughts. To bring all Voices and languages into one voice and language, and one voice and language into all voices and languages. To make all the three times into one time, and one time into all the three times, this is the Supreme Samadhi.